welcome to the 178th episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Hello. Welcome back. Woo. Woo. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. 178. It's a talky episode. <laughs> it is pouring where we are right now. Like, there's oh, yeah. water outside my window. I think we sent it over to you guys. <laughs> Thanks. You really shouldn't have. Yo, welcome. I love the rain. I don't mind, honestly. But yes, thank you. No, same. It's just a little harder when you've got... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yes, episodes. Woohoo! Episodes. Lots of episodes. 178 episodes, by the way. Man, look at us go. I know. And if you haven't listened to all of them, you're going to miss the secret message. So make sure you haven't skipped any or you're going to totally be thrown for a loop when it happens. <laughs> yes, the secret message that we are all definitely a part of. Yep. Go back and listen to them all. If you don't remember what it might be, you probably should just start from the beginning and listen again. <laughs> yeah. And then also, if you play them backwards, you'll get secret messages. We're like the Beatles. Huh. Yeah, if you're going to do that, let us know. The secret message has been spoken. <laughs> we're bigger than the Beatles? We wish. <laughs> physically, we are. Like the bugs. That's what I meant. I meant we're bigger than physically bigger than the bugs. Beatles. And the, yeah, than like the small Beatles. You know, normally I have a topic to discuss with everyone. Generally, it's a gripe that I have with existence or something movie related, but I don't have anything. So last time you guys were here, you managed to speak with Pargil Longbraid, who is a scout for the city of Kovlar. She led you back to the city, giving you some of the history and telling you about what has happened here. You are all still looking to find the group that you think the Scarlet Triad is coming down here to speak with to get them on their side, but you haven't quite found them. And now you've been kind of sidetracked into the city. You're now standing in front of the Court of Regents, the governing body of Kovlar. As you're standing in front of the Council of the Regents here, the leader of the Regents begins. She goes, Sorry about the formalities, but each guild represented here will introduce themselves and give you a little bit of information about what they provide here in the city. After that, we would like to hear your answer as a group, what you think the best answer is. With all due respect, regarding what? What answer are you looking for exactly? It depends on what our question is. We just want to get to know you better. I know you are very busy. Understood. And. You know, we're aware that you're here on business, I'm assuming, which we would love to find out about. But we do have our traditions and the way things work here might be different. So I will go first. And for everyone listening at home, this is actually what is going to be considered as 10 individual long form role play encounters. So question before we, we get into that. How does this work with like, can we roll to like make an impression first? Cause that's, that's a, a thing. So in this case, you're actually all in decent standing. Forge master Kelda Hallrig, who is the one in charge. Also, uh, we apologize about the formality, but we do have our traditions here. Let's start them and she pulls out a scroll and she unfurls it and reads when the first court of regents convened centuries ago they were regents for caradorn the mighty the hero who reclaimed kovlar and most other underground places that remain civilized today from orc invaders 
Perhaps someday, a queen or king will rise again who is worthy of that mantle, as one of the great rulers of old. Until that day, it is our solemn duty to work together to keep Kovlar safe and prosperous. You are newcomers to Kovlar, but it is my hope that you will honor this duty. If you are as capable as I hope, you may be able to aid us. But before we can trust you with the city's defenses, we must know that you will indeed honor our traditions. Please, introduce yourselves. Twin Talon will step forward and will say, Hello, I am Twin Talon. And will step back, like, what do these people want? Oh, and this is this is my friend, Tesani. Greetings, Twin Talon. Greetings, Tesani. You hear the whole, it's like a chorus of response from the court. I'm sorry, what was her official title again? Her official title is Forge Master Keldra Halrig and Court Speaker. Okay, and the group as a whole is the High Council? The Court of Regents. Thank you. I'm looking at the words and I keep forgetting what they're called. Brianna will step next. She will do a respectful bow that is likely have been taught to her by the Paladins of Serenre that would signify her as they're standing. And she will say, my name is Brianna Soldado, champion of Serenre. Um, we thank you for your kindness and hospitality. We understand that it is unusual to have people such as ourselves coming through, and we humbly do thank you for your generosity and patience. And she will step back. Greetings, Brianna. Again, they all say in a unified chorus. She will kind of lean over to Twin Talent, too. She's probably saying next to me, like, that's kind of creepy. They're all saying it at the same time. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> it's not just me. It's not supposed to be creepy. It's more like, <laughs> you know, when you're at church and it's like the congregation responds in unison. It's like, may the force be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Man, I want to be part of that church. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the force. Yes. <laughs> That's the type of like response you're getting. You're getting the like, this is very rote. This has been done a million D billion D times. Those are a lot of billion Ds. But we can tell that they're working for the greater good. <laughs> the greater good. The greater good. Okay, that was Brianna. Who steps forward, knowing this society already, she says, Greetings, my name is Ooh. It's short for Auga, and she gives them finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> and then she awkwardly steps back. Greetings, Ooh, short for Auga. Please tell me they also do finger guns back at her. One of them pulls a blunderbuss. Oh no! <laughs> Puts her finger guns down in her pockets and steps back very quietly. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna be little Fonzies here. What's Fonzie? <laughs> I'm gonna nudge knife sword forward because I'm not going before him. Like, no offense, he's not gonna be our last impression. <laughs> Ow! What the? <laughs> What's going on? Introduce yourself. You know who I am. They don't. Who? Oh. Turns them around, shows them <laughs> Hi, I'm the minor deity known as Edwin Rafferty Gordanus Flower Tuesday, also known as Tim, also known as Knife Sword Darkhole Seagullteeth Esquire. At your service. And then he flourishes. Does he say flourish or does he just flourish? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he, he gives out stage instructions. <laughs> they all look at each other very confused. 
Does Twin Talon say that yes, too? Yeah. <laughs> or we actually look at each other. <laughs> yeah, we're all just looking at each other exasperated. Just like Brianna will step forward again. Like, as Soraya had detailed, uh, Knife Sword is interesting. And I, I believe at least we have been taking to calling him Knife Sword, Your Excellencies. Hello, Knife Sword, they all say in unison. Hello, my name is Soraya. Like my friend Brianna, I would very much like to thank you for your hospitality. We are very much looking forward to being able to help each other in any way we can. Hello, Soraya. With that, Kelda looks at you as a group and says, We welcome you to our fair city. Please, what brings you here? Well, we heard that there was some activity of a group called the Scarlet Triad, which are a group that their main export or their main business is slavery. So we have come afoul of them a few times. And from what we understand, their next foray into this foul business is in this area. So we've come to try to stop them. You see Kelda look around at the rest of the regents, nod solemnly. Hmm. This does explain that why we have recently experienced an increased number of troubling incidents over the past few weeks. We do fear that there is some darker plot afoot. We would love to give you aid. However, the council needs to be a majority vote in order to aid you in any problems that you may have down here or finding or getting any information. We will now go through and introduce ourselves and ask you a question. If your answer is reasonable and to our satisfaction, we would most likely vote for you. Should we get a majority vote, then we can assist you in whatever needs you have, and hopefully you could assist us in whatever needs we have. Should there not be a passing vote, then we would ask you to leave the city and protect yourself in other way. Okay, I mean, we're here to help you, but sure, ask us your questions. She kind of stands up and adjusts her armor and says, I am Forge Master Kelda Halrig of the Anvilers Guild. The Anvilers Guild is one of the larger guilds here in Kovlar, as it encompasses nearly every crafter and tradesperson whose trade involves metalwork as well as those who work in glass. The city here has made a name for itself as a place to purchase quality weapons and armors, and the guild requires its members to pass a stringent test of skills before they are allowed to sell their goods on the public market. The Anvilers Guild would like to ask you, how can metalwork make society as a whole better? Now. This is where some of the role-playing encounter combat stuff comes into play. So now you guys can all make a secret role using either perception or society to try and figure out what this guild values the most skilled-wise. And you can perhaps use that knowledge in your answer to try and influence the regent. So can everyone roll for me either perception or society? I'm just going to start at the top of this list that I have here. So starting with Ooh, you rolled society. So for what you can think of, obviously the uh, Anvilers Guild, which is built on crafting things, 
one of their favorite skills is crafting. Oh, wow. Shocker, right? Knife sword. You don't learn anything. I wasn't paying attention anyway. Yep. Christine, you learn that one of the guild's favorite skills is arcana, because if you can combine arcana and crafting, you can get really fancy things. You also know that her skepticism level is zero, which is where you want it to be. You're pretty sure that she is going to vote for you guys no matter what. Oh boy. I think I crit fail. <laughs> Brianna, you learned that one of the favorite skills of the Anvilers Guild is performance because, you know, you got to make it look good while you're making stuff. And lastly, Twin Talon, you learned that one of their favorite skills is nature because you need to know where to look for the ore and materials that they need <clears throat> in order to craft what they want to craft. Okay, did we all do bad? I will say that one of you critically succeeded, two of you critically failed, and one of you regular passed, and one of you regular failed. So I'm guessing the regular fail is, I don't know, the two of us who got ridiculous answers are the ones who critically failed, uh, and the one person who got the arcane and crafting are probably more likely. Yeah, because I got the sus level, which is, that was explicitly called out in the crit success. Also, I had to roll a one to critically fail. Same, because my society is plus 22, and you said DC is 25. So you all figure that out in a, a matter of seconds, because it's technically one action to figure that out. So then it is time to respond. Christine, would Soraya like to speak to her and answer how can metal work better society as a whole? Sure. Well, we actually have a, a very skilled craftsman in our party here. Um, Brianna here has made all of our lives much better through her own forging, especially where we come from in Breach Hill. Her family, the Soledados, are quite instrumental to our society there. It's really, when you think about it, the most practical backbone of any kind of society when it comes to building sound structures and arms and armaments. And it's a very effective way to protect and support the people around you. The firmest kind of buildings and structures that you can. And as Knife Sword and myself are also familiar with, you can reinforce them even further when you do incorporate a few more fantastical magical elements as well. And the dwarves are far known for their skill in crafting and in combining these two fields into wonders that have uh, really no true peers. All right. Would you like to attempt a diplomacy check or use another skill? Can I use my crafting skill? Because I'm a crafter as well. I just don't do metal. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's the shtick, right? You either use diplomacy or you pick a different skill, hoping it's the right one. Right. All right, I rolled. I don't know, if, do I get to see that roll or no? Nope. This is another secret check. Okay, I don't know what I rolled, but I rolled. All right, would anyone else like to speak to the Forge Master of the Anvilers Guild? Sure. All right. Metalwork is an integral part of all societies, whether it be for tools or for combat, defense, or offense but it all stems from knowing where to find the best resources. And sometimes when you're looking for one resource, you'll find other things, but in essence, knowing your surroundings is the key to a safe and protected society. Not being surprised by those things around you and while metalworking may be the end result, leading to that is really a knowing of one's area. And if metalwork can drive that, then it will always better society. Twintown's going to roll diplomacy. He feels weird that nature is what they want. He'll talk about it, but he's going to use diplomacy, hoping that they can convince them that that's true rather than just talking about nature. 
All right. You can also use a lore check. If you had like lore metal work, you could use that as well. Architecture? Yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, lore architecture. <laughs> that actually. <laughs> Yay, it works. <laughs> I wanted to. Well, I don't know if it works. He's saying I can use it. I will let you know if you use a generic diplomacy or a lore check, the DC is higher than if you use a favored skill. Yeah, I got nature and I don't know that that's correct. So I'm just going to use diplomacy, hoping that I've convinced them that nature is important. You see her kind of nod along with what you're saying. Would anyone else like to speak to the forge master? I would. Oh, no. I've been thinking hard and long about this, and I have one thing to say. He who has a pot makes better soup than he who doesn't. Would you like to use diplomacy, a lore skill, or another skill that you think they might be happy with? Performance. Okay. Is that what you got? You got performance? I got performance. Okay. No, he got arcana. He's just deciding to use performance. Okay. No, I got arcana. Oh, you got arcana. Who got crafting? I got nothing. Oh, yeah, he got nothing. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> oh. He's just choosing to use. Right. I just figured like we weren't really like we weren't communicating. It was just like we got this like split second. Like she says a thing and then we're like, oh, this is the impression I get. So, OK, I'm going to use deception to cover up my own BS. OK, go ahead. You see them kind of look at each other very confused with what you said and then nod along. Anyone else? Anyone else? I feel like I should, but I, I don't know if what I'm going to say. is going to even make sense. Like, <laughs> and I got performance out of this. I don't know how I'm going to fucking spin this. You don't have to use that skill. That's just the skill that you think is one of their favorite. By figuring out what their favorite skills are, it lowers the DC. So you can think performance might be good, but you can also know, hey, I make armor. I can roll crafting because that's how that works. Yeah. You also have a split second to like talk to each other. So that way only one person sort of has to respond if that's what we choose. Like only one person maybe should respond or something. Yeah, you can pick. Everyone can respond. One person can respond. Okay. The thing is that if their reluctance is high, we're all going to need to convince them. Correct. The only person that got any idea about their reluctance was, I think, Soraya. Correct. Then, yeah. So with her, there's no real resistance. We don't really have to do this. But for other people, I think we may have to hit them a bunch of times with conversations. All right. Well, in that case, I don't think anything else has to be said, right? Because her skepticism level is already at a zero. So she's on our side anyway. That's what I'm gathering. Yeah. I just don't know how evident that is to the rest of us. Okay. I'm not saying it is or isn't. I got the impression it was just more like they ask a question and we have to respond. Not that we have like... I don't know how much time we have to go through all of it. The book specifically says the PCs have just a moment to share this information with one another before they're expected to give their responses. So you do have a minute to like converse with each other and say, hey, I think this, I think that, I think the other. Okay, so yeah, we could have like, you know, she, she seems like she'll be on our side no matter what, but I mean, she's talking about forging. I mean, Brianna, you know all about that. She would thank Soraya for the ringing endorsement and say that how integral forging is to her family. So she would understand or see the values that their people would also have with passing down that knowledge from generation to generation as a performance or the artistry behind it. That's why I lose steam. So, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to rely on the performance thing either, like we were saying. That's like maybe something you think might be cool, but like if you know better, like roleplay-wise, like Brianna is a forger. She knows what it is to smelt and run a forge and do all that. So like she may be like, eh, they might be into that part of it, but I'm just going to talk about what I know. So if that's what's tripping you up, like, I don't think it's as big of a deal as your brain says it is. I, then I think everything 
that needs to be said has been said and she'll just kind of stay silent. Okay. She nods at you and then sits down with a big old smile on her face. Okay. So seems like we made a good impression on her. Who's next? Next, you see another female dwarf stand up. She goes, <coughs> My name is Aljorner Tora Garnis. I am a member of the Carpenter's Guild. As the name suggests, the Carpenter's Guild represents craftspeople who work primarily with wood or paper. The Guild has also expanded our reach to include those whose creations do not fit neatly into any of the other categories, such as potters. We tend to work closely with the Psychic Guild. There's a Psychic Guild? Apparently. Don't judge them. <laughs> All right. Would you guys like to try and deduce what traditions they're good at? Oh, yeah. Did she have a question for us? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My question for you is your best friend asks you for advice on the best home in which to raise a family. What do you tell them? This sounds like a job for lore architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely be rolling to deuce because I don't have a damn clue. All right. So starting at the top here, knife sword. You are not paying attention again. <laughs> Matt, you think that one of the skills that would be best with them is acrobatics. And you know their skepticism is Two, Christine, you think one of their favorite skills is crafting. Ooh, you think one of their favorite skills is nature. And Haya, you think one of their favorite skills is acrobatics. All right, so we can swing around and huddle real quick. All right, so like, I think they like acrobatics and she's mildly suspicious. I think at least two of us are gonna have to convince her. Yeah, I think she's really into nature too. I would agree on the acrobatics part, but... I think she needs a vacation. You wouldn't pay attention! <laughs> Serena, you got anything helpful to add? I mean, they're all they're all artisans, so, you know, they like to use their hands and make things. Tintanel kind of shrug and nod. Seems logical. All right, so we're all going to say something, or just two of us? Maybe seven of us? I would say at least two if we feel strong. Wait, there are more people? <laughs> Tezani, get in here. <laughs> Jasper. He's got good skill checks. Like, <laughs> you joke, but... He's adorable. I love my flesh bird. Tezani's like, squawk, 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 squawk. She'll just samba first. <laughs> yes, yes. She'll samba and then do capoeira and then... Yeah, see, acrobatics, it works. And then you can take cover behind her. <laughs> Ta-da! So wait, the question was about a house? What's the best type of house to raise a family? What the fuck does acrobatics have to do with Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ? What is this shit? I give up. <laughs> We're all also childless millennials. <laughs> please, please write all of your questions to Linda Zayas Palmer, the writer of this book. I'm just reading what's here. Linda, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> all right, I got this. I got this. Ready? They'll look over your shoulder, go back to the huddle, and turn around after they all clap. And he'll be like, the best home in which to raise a family is one that encourages your family to work together and to overcome challenges. So you might do something like make a half staircase, and then they would have to, like, jump to the second floor. Maybe, like, <laughs> a ladder that's only, like, the middle parts, like the top and the bottom aren't there. You know, things like that where they have to work together, like, give each other boosts or, like, really, you know, 
overcome obstacles. And he's going to roll acrobatics. <laughs> Go ahead and add a plus two. Okay. I forgot to say the last time everyone who rolled also got a plus two because of their role play. So my mod is plus 28. I don't know what exactly they need to make this succeed, but I feel like it can't be that hard, right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to waddle over, shaking my head. Look up at him. I got this. <laughs> All right, nice sword. What do you say? He who cooks soup without wood has gazpacho, and kids don't like gazpacho. Uh, I, you take that back. I grew up on gazpacho. <laughs> what do you think this is? Get, get back in the backpack. Get back over the backpack, you. <laughs> also, if this is going to be his shtick, I vote he just makes straight wisdom rolls. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Rob, what would you like to use with your the art of goblin? If she really wants me to, I'll roll my wisdom. No, no, I'm... <laughs> no, no, that's going to hurt you guys as a group. I think this time I'm going to go with medicine because, you know, soup is medicinal. Is soup going to be like your theme? <laughs> soup. Go ahead and roll your medicine. Medicine, thank you. I have no idea what I got. I know. All right. Does anyone else want to step forward and speak to Aljorn Tora Goranis? Who would like to speak on behalf of nature? And I think houses are pretty when... They're made of rocks and wood and <laughs> maybe maybe they're stuck like down in, in holes or like deep underground. Maybe they have these things where you, where you get like a machine and it just lifts you up slowly. I have heard them called elevators. <laughs> they look just like nature, so you never know you're out of it. All right, roll nature for me. I have no added thing to nature. You can always just use diplomacy if you want. And it says that if you've deduced expel correctly, the DC is lower. You can still use diplomacy, but the DC is lower. Yes. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Last call. Last call. Do we feel like we need another or are we good? I think those are excellent. <laughs> Did knife sword make it better or worse? That's the question. That is the question. Do they react and in I any way to each of us? The, they, the whoever's speaking seems to keep a very neutral face and just nods along, and then you see her sit down and smile. Hmm. Okay, that's, that seems good. Next, another female dwarf stands up. My name is Fortunate Algeria Cord. I am in charge of the Gambler's Guild. The members of my guild are gamblers insofar as they undertake risky enterprises. They like to think of themselves as daring risk-takers. While a few members do make their livelihood from gambling, this guild includes rogues, thrill-seekers, and adventurers who believe that their members should be given a chance to prove themselves. We are not very well... And she kind of looks around at the restroom. Wait, what? The restroom! <laughs> we are not very well liked or trusted by the rest of the guilds, and we are aware of that. We also regulate the more seedy parts of the town, we require our members to abstain from the most serious of crime. We also help capture criminals who are operating outside of our auspices. Our question for you is, what is the funniest thing that has ever happened to you? Oh no, I feel like Brianna should not answer this. I have a story. <laughs> I have a story of dramatic irony. Didn't even ask any of the rest of us. It's fine. <laughs> She's got this. She's got this. <laughs> All right, let's detect the traditional. <laughs> All right, starting at the top here, Twin Talon, you think that 
One of her favorite skills is thievery. You also think that their skepticism is one. Soraya, you think one of their favorite skills is deception. You also think their skepticism is one. Knife Sword, you think that one of their favorite skills is a misprint in this book that says sleight of hand. So I'll say thievery. <laughs> you also think their skepticism is one. Brianna, you think one of their favorite skills is deception. And ooh, you think that one of their favorite skills is society. I think she would like thievery and she's very little resistance. So if one of us gets a good presentation, I think we'll be okay. You're finally talking sense. I can tell the story of how I walked into that trap after saying there surely wasn't one that one time. Oh no. <laughs> oh. But I really think she likes society, guys. I think she's really into like the people and the places and the things. Maybe we can tell her a story about the, the goblins since they are a society. I, I don't know. They're rather funny. I feel like I should not be the one to answer this. I'm rather dry and unfunny. I think it should be one of the two of us to tell it. Okay. I mean, we can both try, or I can try to give you a bonus. If you think, I'm trying to think if there's anything else funny that has happened to us since she went to the funniest thing. I mean, there, oh, there was, there was winning the dancing competition with the Akuje. I also found it funny in the same instance where you were going into Pravaza's shop where I couldn't open the window and then the old fucking bard just tried it once and it just opened. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we work together and tell the story of that misadventure? If all else fails, you can just take my backpack and open it and show her what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The knife sword may be the funniest thing that has happened to any of us. <laughs> also, whatever is happening in there, it's knife sword, what is happening in my backpack? <laughs> I'm scared to know. <laughs> the sounds of a buzzsaw. Oh no, <laughs> not again. Okay, so there was a time. Back when we were just green little adventurers stri striking out for the first time. Yeah, when we had first formed our, our company, that we had to investigate a bookshop of a local ne'er-do-well. And there were some windows, and we didn't want to break them to get in, so we were trying to unlock them to disable the locks. And I tried for what must have been a full minute and a half trying to just pick this lock and I just was, I just couldn't do it. And I was about to give up and this old man who was like burr, 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 gumbo and then he uh, kicked the door and it just kind of popped open. And that is the funniest thing I think one of the most frustrating, but now looking back on it, one of the funniest things that's happened in, in recent memory. And in that self-same bookshop where um, we were unaware that the proprietress was keeping her hidden documents in her office, I was just walking around and saying, well, you know, it can't be that hard to find a way in there. After all, this place is open for business most days to the general public, at which point I pushed open the door and was promptly laid on my ass by a spike trap. And, um... I think for one of our very, very first ventures, it was it was quite comedic considering everyone survived. All right. Are you both rolling or is one of you assisting the other? I can assist you if you want. If we want to metagame this a little bit, my deception is 18. My thievery is 20. Yeah, my, my thievery is 25. Yeah, so I can, I can roll thievery to assist you. Okay. And do we get any bonuses from that? So, Matt, you're rolling at a plus four. Knife Sword steps forward to speak. I have never been more horrified or intrigued to know if he actually has a tight five in his back pocket. <laughs> One time, I took a chance and grabbed some parsnips from a basket on the floor, added them to my soup, and I had better soup and was wealthier. 
then uh, Guy, my neighbor who left his groceries on the front porch while he moved his family pet to a, another room so he could bring them in. Knife sword, get back in the backpack. Just just go, go to sleep. It's okay. What is happening? Am I having a stroke or is he having a stroke? I smell bread. I'm going to roll thievery. And with that, you see them sit down and nod and kind of smirk to themselves. Cool. We're not sweating. I have a lot of notes I need to take based off of all of these. Next, you see a very rotund, very well-bearded, even for a dwarf well-bearded, male dwarf stand up. He's got a double beard. He's got a beard on his beard. <laughs> like someone pimped his beard. He looks to his <laughs> left and right and he goes, My name is Commander Grokar Hammersong. I am the master of the Guild of Arms. The Guild of Arms consists primarily of soldiers and guards. The Guild's members focus our efforts on protecting the city from within and fending off monstrous incursions on the roads connecting Kovlar to other settlements. We rarely venture out into Sagarak, as our traditional position is that moving out from the defensive advantages of the city's enhanced walls is folly. We also like to provide free self-defense lessons to all of Kovlar's youth, as it is important for all of our citizens to know how to defend themselves. We keep a strong focus on retreating to defensive positions where those with martial training can protect them. We also provide several programs of intensive training for adults and are offered free of charge to guild members and for a small fee to other citizens of Kovlar and a hefty price for outsiders. Ha <laughs> ha! No. no. My question for you is to ask you what your greatest personal triumph is. Who immediately steps forward. She points right at Soraya and gives a wink. <laughs> I love it. She gives a little like a cute little flirty curtsy back. I would like everyone to try and deduce traditions first and foremost. Starting at the top here. We're going to start with Brianna. You think Commander Hammersong, one of his favorite skills is athletics, surprisingly enough. As someone who trains people with like how to fight and whatnot, it makes sense. Soraya, you think one of his favorite skills is crafting. Heidi, you think one of his favorite skills is survival. Matt, you think one of his favorite skills is acrobatics. And Knife Sword, you think one of his favorite skills is athletics. So we have two athletics, one acrobatics, one survival, one crafting? Yep. So I guess we don't. Anybody got an idea of how grumpy he is? I don't think I got a read on that. It's so hard to see behind the beard. Yeah, I got nothing. There's like beards on beards on beards. I feel like perhaps Ooh and I might be able to take on this one. Yeah, I got an idea. I think I might have one too. I, I don't know. I do too. We should all do it. We don't know how Bosi is to us. Hmm. Trying to come up with a soup story related to how nimble the guy is. And now, who steps out right in front, doesn't even ask any questions. She points right at Soraya and gives Soraya a winky poo. <laughs> doesn't say anything, steps back in line. Soraya gives a cute, flirty little curtsy. Are you saying that she is your greatest conquest? <laughs> Triumph, I believe was the wording. Triumph. Triumph is the right proper word. Sorry. Triumph. Greatest triumph. Yes, your majesty. She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> what skill would you like to roll? What was my what was my skill on? So it doesn't matter. The skills you think it could be is acrobatics, 
athletics, survival, or crafting. Athletics fits, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyone else stepping forward? Sure. Brianna will step forward and will kind of like stand at attention as a good soldier of of the goddess she is and say, it would be against my goddess's way to front triumphs. But if I must say one thing, it is the honor to have aided Breach Hill, our home, in one of her darkest hours when the town hall burned and getting the citizens to move to safety. That is what actually led me to my greatest triumph, which is to say my triumph is to lay my life each and every day in service to Serenry in defense of my friends and fight the encroaching dark with them, be it undead, the triad, or rumblings currently happening in the deep. She'll step back. What skill would you like to roll and add it? Plus two. Athletics! (laughs) Plus 25, I mean, might as well. All right, anyone else stepping forward? I'm going to do a standing roll forward. Wink, wink. Okay. Stand up, do like a little ta-da stand and go, (laughs) my greatest triumph was making sure that Brianna never knew I spilled soup in the backpack. You did what? Oops. (laughs) (laughs) All right, roll your athletics, unless anyone else would like to step forward as well. I would. So Twin Talon will step forward and he'll say, I feel like in our time adventuring, my greatest triumph was when we were at this place, which was a quarry, and it had been taken over by giants and held in the pits in the center uh, were a number of captured individuals that we were there to save. And when we got to the end where the person that was running the operation there was, they immediately flipped a switch which started flooding the pits to drown the prisoners. So we would have to make a decision whether or not we could capture her or save the people and I was able to maneuver myself around her to get to the switches and disable them to so that we could both incapacitate uh, the Scarlet Triad there as well as save all of the prisoners and not lose any of them. So I think acrobatics or athletics, right? One of the two or both? Yes, I did say both. I will try to use acrobatics then. Do I get a plus two on that? Yes, 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 yes. Everyone can assume they get a plus two unless I say otherwise. Christine, would Soraya like to step forward and say anything? Soraya, though almost as tall as Uwood, but not quite there, steps forward, points at her, and just says, "Mm, how to put this, I run the show. And I'm rolling diplomacy. (laughs) (laughs) Soraya just stepped forward and said, I'm the top bitch. (laughs) 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 And that is my best triumph. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, All right. You see a giant smile (laughs) show up on this guy's face and then sit down. You can see it through the beard. Wow. Wow. All right. And then with that, we're going to call it here and pick up with the rest of the guild next week. So the next 18 people we got to do next week? (laughs) 18, God help me. It's a guild of 10. You got through four. You only have six left. All right. Okay. I'm just waiting for Cassandra's fanfic now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, bye, friends. All right. Adios. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Please visit us at crackdiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. 
Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash Cracked Eye Podcast. <laughs>